Hello, and welcome to Words with Artists. Hello, and welcome to Season 1, Episode 3 of Words with Artists. I'm your host, Dusty Lynn Baker, and together we'll meet amazing artists of all genres, learn a bit of local history, and read a few lines of creative fiction. Today, however, we're going to break the pattern by letting you learn a little bit about me, your host, and about how this podcast came to be. I've always been an artist. I've always been artistic. Um, when I was in high school, I, I was in an art class. I was in architecture. I did building trades. I did a lot of different things that drove me towards artistic things, even drafting in, in a very artistic way, creating homes and creating different buildings is, is such an art and such a pleasure to do. And with those, I kind of tucked them away. I went into the military and um, I was on active duty in the Marine Corps and the Army. And I was a mechanic in both, uh, aircraft mechanic and then a heavy wheel mechanic. Doesn't quite fit with the artistic lifestyle, <laughs> um, but I enjoyed it. My art was mostly put away during that time, though. I wrote a little bit, but not a lot. And then I came back to my art when I started going to college. I was going to school for engineering and then got transferred to Europe and wasn't able to take the courses that I needed to at the time, um, pre-everything pre being on the Internet. And so I ended up switching my degree program to English. And that's something I had been interested in. In high school, I'd done advanced English. I loved writing poetry. I did the literary magazine and that kind of thing. Um, I even did artwork for the literary magazine cover and the inside of it. So it was something I was really involved in. And I really enjoy books. I enjoy writing. I enjoy the creative aspect. And so I ended up getting a degree in English. And then I didn't get anything else for a long time. I did a lot of small creative things. I did quilting at home and um, I did crochet lace. I did all these little things, but it was all stuff at home or stuff for friends or family. It wasn't anything that was really pursuing an artistic career. Then I found myself moving to Indiana and finding some new interest. Uh, one of the very first things I did, I didn't know anybody here. I'd moved here because of my first grandchild. I didn't know anyone. So one of the first things that I did was become a master gardener because that was a way just to get out and get in a class. I mean, just a few months after I'd gotten here. And that got me in and meeting a lot of people and a little bit more into the art scene, starting into different writing things, um, getting more creative again, and just kind of pulling things out, but not really doing a lot for the financial side of it. But I had an opportunity that came up in 2017, and I ended up opening in a bookstore, little independent bookstore. And that really got me pulled back into my creative side, even my food side. Um, well, when I first, the year that I opened my bookstore, I also got my master's degree in liberal studies. And so that was a little bit different. Um, I was 50 years old at the time and opening a bookstore and getting my degree. And I had GI Bill and I needed to use it. So I finished my degree from January to December, really fast. 
And then in the next January, I just hit back in and I did culinary school. And then I took a little bit of a break, maybe about six months, and then I did pastry school. And I used up the last of my GI Bill, but it really pulled the creativity out of me again. I started doing the food and I started doing the food for my business um, and got into the farmer's market and all these other things, doing all this stuff. But it wasn't really the writing side of it uh, or what I do a lot of now, which is painting also. But then COVID hit and COVID hit us all, didn't it? So when COVID hit, I finally decided, you know what, I'm going to do something new. Everybody's doing something new. All these people are baking bread. Well, I already bake bread. That, that wasn't going to happen for me. So mine was I started painting. And during those first few months, I sold a couple paintings. And it wasn't the highest price in the world, but, you know, it was a smaller painting, $100 here, $100 there. It's not a bad little thing. And I just really got into it and really enjoyed it. And it was acrylic painting. Um, I, I'm kind of a little too patient, I think, for oils. But um, I really got into the acrylics. And then after COVID, there was a lot of opportunities that started coming up. Even during COVID, there were some things with the um, Indiana University Center for Rural Engagement. They started some online writing groups and doing some different things. One of them was with Professor Catherine Bowman from the Center for Rural Engagement. And um, yes, she is where our Bowman Minute comes from. Our Bowman Minute was because I would go to writing exercises with her and she would have us just explore all these great, unique things. And we'd talk about some stuff and then we'd write some. And she just brought out so much creativity in everyone in her classes. And so when I kept going with it, I found out that there was a course called OnRamp. And so this on-ramp program, it is an artist entrepreneur accelerator. It was a few days straight of coursework with other artists and artist instructors as leads from our community. And from it, we were able to apply for a fellowship for a grant. And the fellowship was with the Indiana Arts Commission. It was sponsored by the Indiana Arts Commission, Minerva Financial Arts, and the Small Business Association. And so I applied for that and I was trying to decide what I wanted to do. And I had really gotten into podcasts listening to them during COVID and after. And I thought, this is great just to sit down and just talk with other artists and just learn about them, learn about different places. I really got into the historical aspect of writing, really bringing that into my poetry. I do a lot of free writing, which I turn into poetry. So I don't necessarily sit down and write a poem. I don't sit down and say, this is going to be a poem and then write it in a poem format. It does happen, but it very rarely happens. Almost always I write free writing style. I write straight lines straight across the page. I just fill a page and then I go back and I break that into a poem. And that's what I was doing at the time that I did the on-ramp. So that's what got me into doing the podcast. So over this past, I guess it's about two and a half years now, I've gotten more and more into the painting. I have developed my skills a lot, really working at it, something regular straight through. I started teaching some classes and I, I found myself a little bit impatient, even with the acrylics. I didn't like how they dried. And so I found myself working myself into watercolors. And now I've been doing some urban sketching and it just really brings out a lot of what I did in high school, amazingly. In high school, I did a lot of sketching, a lot of pencil sketching. I remember my art teacher in high school just 
we, you know, we didn't have anything to do. We had already finished our site minute. And so she just walked over and she just threw her keys on the table in the middle of the table and said, draw them. And I remember it being really difficult. And that just kind of took me where I took, I started taking my, my sketchbook around with me and I would draw the mountains all around me. I was in Southern Arizona and West Texas and the mountains and the desert were all around me. And ironically, even though I've been living here in Indiana for 10 years now almost, minus a year in Hawaii, the desert and the mountains are still something that I really like to paint and I like to draw. But I really had that sketchbook going with me for a long time until I went into the Marine Corps and then I just kind of left that behind. And now I've picked that sketch back up and it, I really feel like I'm falling into my place. I feel like I'm, I found my voice and my art and what I'm doing. And of course, my writing. I, I still do it. I, what I call late night poetry. I sit to the side and I just, I just write. Sometimes I will write just a little bit and sometimes I'll write 10 pages in one night. And I'm already a bit of an insomniac, a late riser. Um, but I have dinner like eight, nine o'clock at night. So, you know, at midnight, I'm pulling out my notebook and writing. And then I'm doing my sketching and my painting during the day. So it's something that I really love to do. And it's something that I really want to bring out in this podcast. Um, I love, I love history. I've always been interested in history. And I think that's part of the literature aspect of my education, because to really understand a lot of literature, you have to understand and know history. I remember when I took British literature, I had to learn a lot more about Britain. I mean, it's just one of those aspects of things that you have to do. And then it gives you that understanding that you need. And luckily for me, I lived a few times in Europe. And so I've spent many years over there. And that's helped me a lot with my travels and just being in and amongst the cultures and being able to understand better. Um, when I read Hemingway and he talks about Paris, and I remember taking the train down from Mons, Belgium to Paris on day trips and walking around seeing all these different sites. So it's it's really brings something more to it. I guess um, what I want to say is that everybody finds their own art. And that's one of the big questions. It's like the first question that I ask anytime I interview anyone is, you know, how did you come to your art? Did you, did you find your art or did your art find you? And oftentimes it's the art finding the person. And I think for me, that's what happened. I took some classes, but it was certain situations, certain events that happened that kind of drove me in certain directions. And it just brought me to where I am. And I've had to change things. I, I have corneal transplants in both my eyes. So quilting became something that just wasn't really working for me anymore. I was a hand quilter and I did tiny stitches. I used to write tiny and I can't do any of those things anymore. Uh, it doesn't work for me. And so painting was just a wonderful way to work into. And now that I'm sketching, I still sketch a little bit like I did in high school, but I do more of an urban sketching now. And it allows me that loose freedom, not only for my eyes. I mean, I'm able to just do this loose freedom and then do some, you know, ink and wash, ink and watercolor. Uh, with a fine liner to trace the edges. But it also, it just gives me a freedom that comes with being older and just understanding that things don't have to be exact and they don't have to be perfect and they don't have to be the way someone else is. They have to be the way I want them to be. And I like free. I like 
I like that creativity that comes from free. And I think that's why I like the free writing so much too. And that's one reason why I decided to make the Bowman Minute a part of my podcast was so that I could have that little bit of freedom, no matter what the artist was. It doesn't matter if they're a chef, if they're a guitar player, if they do woodworking. Everyone has a voice and everyone can do something special in that one little minute when they just let their mind just kind of go free and write. So I hope that explains a little bit about how I got to be into this podcast and what I'm doing with it and where I'm going with it. Uh, I'm really looking forward to the interviews that um, I've already done posting and so many more interviews coming up. You're going to see that it's a really wide variety. I did two painters as a start and as the first launch with those first two episodes, but it's going to be artists of all genres, literally. Dancers, fabric artists, painters, it doesn't matter, writers, anything. If it's art, it's art. And it's great to have it out there in the world. So I hope that you'll join me. I hope that you'll subscribe and you'll listen up for the new episodes that I have coming up. Obviously, I'm new to podcasting, so I'm on a learning curve, but I'm enjoying it. And I think as long as I enjoy it and you enjoy it, I think we're good to go. We don't need to worry about what anybody else says. So in the meantime, I'll be entertaining the ghosts of our past, sipping tea, and having words with artists.